Welcome to Backyards and Bevies. Grab your favorite bevy, pull up a chair, and enjoy the ride. Hey, welcome to Backyards and Bevies. This is uh, number two. Number I think, two. I think one day I'm going to stop counting, but for right now it's kind of fun to say one, two, we'll get to three. Hopefully. One hundred percent getting to three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I was saying three thousand, that's you a never lot. Know. Of po- I mean, yeah. hey, I would love to do three thousand podcasts. I would assume there'll be a lot at that point. We would be talking about some hysterical stuff, like uh, yeah, like I don't know more boost or no, I don't know who knows. But who knows? Hey, how's uh how's your day going? It's good so far. How about yours? It's good. You see, well, I did a record earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have five interviews that I've done so far. Awesome. That we're going to release in time. Uh, I, I want people to get used to hearing us uh, kind of hear our story a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then, like like we said yesterday, or not yesterday, uh, when did we do that? Last, Last Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Well, we dropped it on Wednesday. Right. Um, thank you, everyone, by the way, who is listening or new to listening or following, subscribing, all those things. I mean, it was it was interesting. I um, But we did it last week, mm-hmm. and we said that we would eventually get to some interviews and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, we did another one this morning. It, was, it went great. Awesome. I was very excited about it. Uh, she's... We had laughs. She told some good stories, some good insight into life and stuff. So awesome. I think when we drop it, it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, last week, we waited a little while to get into the the drink. Yeah, uh, I was very thirsty by the time we actually got around to having the bevies. Yeah, I'm ready for a bevy. She, uh, my earlier interview, she brought something that was non-alcoholic, but it mm-hmm. definitely made me feel better. So I'm... I'm ready to dive into whatever you have in here. Okay. I'm sure it, we we've never pre-placed anything in the, never. In, this, in the cooler <laughs> of non-advertisement. Okay, I did pre-place something in there. Yeah, I saw you. Want you want me to pull them out, or are you going to pull them out? Uh, go ahead and uh, pull pull it on. Okay. All right, here, I'll, I'll I'll help. Oh, thank you. What do we got here? So this time around, we actually have bubbles again. Champs but, again. But it's brute rosé. And uh, uh, okay. there's a cute little story behind us and Brute Rosé. So this Brute Rosé, actually, uh, the first time I ever had it was when I was out in the Portland area for yeah. one of my best friend's 30th birthdays. Uh-huh. And I we went to that. this awesome vineyard in the Willamette Valley. And mm-hmm. this was the first time I ever had a Brute Rosé, which is basically pink bubbles. Obviously, it's way more than that, but that's what it looks like. <laughs> And then you and I, when we would go out on date night, so we would always go to the same spot to have a cocktail before we'd go out to dinner. So predictable. So pre- I loved it. <laughs> and I would always get Brut Rosé. So it kind of feels like yeah. a fun like date-style celebratory drink that I would always have with you. So that's why we have that today. Yeah. My and most memorable time there. Well, hold on. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Well, wow. Cheers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Delicious. Would Whoa. you be <laughs> Jinx. Y'all, we've been doing that a lot lately. Yeah. Jinx. Uh, so now you can't talk the rest of the episode? All right. BK, BK, BK. You're going to release me? <laughs> um, I, You could have got me last night with a Jinx. And I you have. totally let that one slip. I was very nice. Uh, would it be? Would you be mad at me if I said that one of my most memorable times of getting champagne down there was when we heard the... Uh, 
the Lamborghini coming around. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you hear that purring coming down the street? I don't recall. Uh, it's a guy thing, I guess. Or I had lots of bubbles. <laughs> Could have been one or both things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're like, how do you know? And I was like, there's just something about an Italian sports car that you can just hear. You and your dad and your cars. You just He's way worse. Them. Way worse. I know. Our son is probably going to be super into cars, too, because y'all are going to influence him. The movie? Cars, too? Well, the, he already <laughs> loves that. <laughs> uh, I started that one you a few did. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I think we, we hinted at that. We've seen Cars 1, 2, and 3 quite a few times over I'm, the past couple of weeks. I'm loving it. Loving it's so it. good. Yeah. I love them all. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, did you notice something different about this set today? Yes. So, y'all, there is a chance of rain today. So, to be prepared, because another time when Phil was, or PK... Maybe whatever, Phil. Whatever, Phil Most people PK. know my real name anyways. Yeah. When PK <laughs> is what I meant to say, <laughs> was filming out here uh, under the umbrella, which he called a tent last time. Yeah. All of a sudden it started raining and we discovered that the umbrella was not waterproof. Yeah, hysterical. And so he and his interviewee had to quickly grab all of the electronics and things and yeah. move them inside. So now we have an actual waterproof tailgate tent up pop over up, us today. That's the same thing as a tailgate tent, right? Uh, it, uh, that's yeah. your East Coast lingo. I'm pretty sure that that is also what the South calls it. I'm, all right. I'm going to go pop-up tent, but... Well, for anybody that likes football and drinking, <laughs> it's a tailgate tent. So we're under one of those. And, you know, we'll see if it rains. Um, that interview is pretty we'll funny to watch. I should have uh, videotaped the whole process of us going inside, yeah. and we we slid the whole couch out of the way. Yep. Like the other day, I was sitting on the couch, and I was like, you know what? I probably could have just done the interview on the couch, and it probably would have looked pretty. Probably, but pretty you cool. wanted the yard, backyards, and yeah. bevies. In that one, you're gonna get a front yard <laughs> and bevies because we have this yeah. big picture window in the front of our yeah. house. No, that that was that was pretty good. And then it like rained for four minutes, and then it stopped. Of no, course, it whatever. rained hard enough. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, I have a question for you. Whoa! What is that shirt you're wearing? Oh my gosh! It's very intense. I pulled this classic out <laughs> for a reason today. Yeah. Well, I describe the shirt to the <laughs> listeners. I, oh, I I am. It is a beautiful shirt with a. Probably my favorite race car driver's entire face, probably from, what would you say, top to bottom? And it's an old photo, too, so it looks like it was taken in like uh, yeah, the Yeah, I mean, 70s. you've got some midsection in there, too, but his face is your whole chest. His name, if you're not watching, was uh, Dale Earnhardt, the Intimidator. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched, or maybe I didn't watch, but I saw a photo of Dave Portnoy mm-hmm. from Barstool Sports mm-hmm. and maybe El he, Presidente. Yeah, love El, him. yeah, he had it on, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> how, where, how?" I think I ordered it immediately. Two minutes later, yeah, I'm sure. What does it say on Dale's shirt? Uh, it says, "Damn, I'm good." Damn, I'm good. And the best part about this was, uh, well, f- I never thought that this shirt would like go anywhere or like I I just would be like oh I'll just wear it around the house or you know like to the store like I didn't want to take it out on tour with me it mm-hmm. wasn't it was one of those shirts where it was uh <laughs> as silly as that is like you should wear your shirts right but I would keep it in the closet and only wear it at special times so <laughs> Christmas dinner <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> um have mercy no but remember you brought me backstage one time 
to we your... were at Old Red downtown yeah, Nashville yeah. And for an event. It was the number one party, I think. No, it was the NASCAR oh, Awards. The NASCAR in Awards. December a couple of years ago, and we were there, and you met Dale's son. I was standing in line. No, we were standing backstage first, and then his wife came through and was like, "My husband will love that shirt." Mm-hmm. And, and we I, didn't realize it was his wife. Not at first. I was like, "Well." Yeah, I mean, her husband was going to be a driver. I put that together. I was yes. like, okay, she's she's probably a wife of a driver because there's a bunch here, and mm-hmm. this was a private event. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Didn't know it was going to be Dale Jr. And he did love your shirt. And I wasn't going to drink that di- that day either. Remember, I had I think I had <laughs> yeah. bus call later, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to like play it play it kind of chill. You definitely did not play it cool. I. F- Fangirled a little, only hard. Uh, <laughs> hard. Well, there's something about a race car driver going 100, and you know, let's just say they do 160, you know, mm-hmm. around. A, I just was so like, wow, that is too cool. You're like the one of the cooler people I've ever met in my life. I think okay, action sports stars. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty. I, I can get a little fangirly around them. That's okay. I don't blame you for that. And. Anyone who drives a race car really fast. Uh, those are two cool things. Race, yes. Okay. So dirt bikes and anything that has an or anything that has an inch in it or pedal too. I have some yeah. pretty awesome friends that pedal. Yeah. But this shirt just was awesome because then he was like, "That's a cool shirt." Mm-hmm. I I can't remember the exact conversation. <laughs> I'm you also, talked his ear off for a minute. I'm also pretty sure that next to him it was, was uh, Jeff Gordon. He was. Jeff Gordon was right there. <laughs> and so was um, Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a fu- that was a fun uh, night of hanging out. I, I think you were living your very best life that day. I could go to any race and just be lost in time. I've only been to one NASCAR race. I went to the Coca-Cola 600 uh, like seven years ago or something, and it was awesome. I was not sure what to expect, but I loved it. I had so much fun. I would definitely love to go to another race. Monaco. Well, yes, that would be incredible. (laughs) Completely different style of racing. Totally different style of racing. um, I think that that would be cool. Uh, We have a friend that does Baja or has done Baja. Mm -hmm. That would be really cool to go and and hang with Mike and see that world because that's dirt. That's a whole other ballgame. But what's crazy is, aren't you from North Carolina? So like uh, I kind of wore this to it was a little bit of bait too. I was uh, trying a to get a little bit of bait. Yeah, the sa- probably the same way I used to take you to that. Uh, was it the Thompson? The Thompson, yeah. I'd take you there to get a little champs in you, and then you just wanted to get me a little tipsy. Date night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can we can stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Good <laughs> this, idea. This Family a, friendly show. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, mostly. Um, I was born in North Carolina, yes, but I didn't live in North Carolina for super long. We moved. A lot while I was growing up, like a lot, a lot, like, a lot. What's a lot, a lot? Like to most people in high school or let's say middle school, like a lot of moving is two times. No, I moved Three like times? somewhere around, I don't know, 18 to 20 times before I was 18 and went off to college. Wow. So we moved a lot while I was growing up. 
So you started in North Carolina. Yes. All right. Yeah. You weren't running moonshine like the greats. No, we were not running moonshine. My dad works in the golf industry, and as he was working his way up, we had to move from territory to territory for him to manage. So we were all over the southeast, all the way out to Arizona, all the way up to Massachusetts, kind of everywhere. What year did you, so you born and you went to Arizona first? Uh, no, that was when I was in middle school. So we kind of like bounced around from North Carolina to South Carolina to Georgia, back and forth all over those states for uh, a while while I was growing up. Uh, oh, in Indiana also. Indiana. Um, and then eventually we moved from South Carolina out to Arizona when I was 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. And we lived there for two years. And then we moved back to South Carolina. And we were there for a little while, actually. Uh, probably the second longest we've ever lived anywhere. And then we moved from South Carolina up to Massachusetts. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that that's just crazy to me, that many moves. I think I moved twice just in the same city when wow. I went to high school. Yeah, no, I went to three different high schools in four years. Wow. Were you the hot chick? I mean, I think I was one of the cool chicks. Like when you'd walk in. But I was friends with everybody. Like, yeah. No, all I mean, the like when you, uh, whoa, don't walk I up. just knocked my microphone away. I'm don't talking with my exci- hands. Don't get too excited. <laughs> so, wait, wait, but like, you were the new girl coming in, you know? So, like, I was. we're more. Let's be honest. Where the guys like, hey, and then the girls like. I mean, I, I was can't new. Stand that. I don't think so. I mean, I think I was. From what I remember, I was friends with everybody. But it was pretty funny when I moved to Massachusetts. I was sixteen. I'd just gotten my first car, which was a nineteen eighty CJ five. Which, for listeners who do not know what that is, it's like an awesome old school Jeep, um, and it had a lift on it and these big tires. Uh, it was a standard, so I mean, she was awesome. White with black interior, just the best. And uh, the my first day of school, I remember, I'm not a big fan of pink, but for some reason I wore a pink miniskirt, and I think it was a pink top that went with it. <laughs> and I wore that and, like, wedge platform heels. Did you watch Clueless the night before? <laughs> I don't think I did, but now that I think <laughs> about it, like, I definitely was... Was it plaid? Rocking those vibes. It was not plaid. Okay. But uh, it had little shorts underneath it, so it wasn't, like, scandalous, mm. but it wasn't long, that's for sure. And I, dr- I wore that outfit and drove my Jeep to school, and uh, I was a junior in high school, and my brother's two years younger than me, and he was a freshman, so I drove us to school, uh-huh. parked in the parking lot, and I just remember, like, everybody looking at me when I walked in, because I was the girl nobody had met before. And then later that week, some people I had just made friends with decided to move my Jeep from where I had parked it yeah. to, like, a totally different spot in the parking lot and i didn't even notice so they did it as a prank and i didn't notice and i think it kind of ruined it for them that's funny yeah hopefully they're listening like damn i remember that prank that was a good one it was a good one if i had actually like realized but (laughs) nope i was like oh i guess i parked farther away than i remember (laughs) 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 what are you gonna do that's a good move so would you say going back to clueless real quick Mm, your favorite movie don't give that away so soon no wonder you ended up with me Oh, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> revelation. Never seen this outfit, but the G- I'll have to see if Sydney the, has a picture. 
Yeah. Because Sydney and I, Sydney is one of my best friends, and she and I became friends the summer before we both started junior year in Massachusetts because she had moved that mm. summer from Arkansas. Yeah. So she didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody. I was working my first job. This is a very clueless. At uh, Stop and Shop. Wow. I was a cashier, and she came through the line with her mom, and she was crying. And I was like, what's wrong? Like, just randomly, like, struck mm -hmm. up a conversation with her. And she was like, I just moved, and I don't know anybody. I don't have any friends. I'm starting, like, junior year. And I was like, same here. I'm trying out for the cheerleading <laughs> squad. Do you want to join me? So she, we, like, traded phone numbers, became immediate, like, instant friends. She mm -hmm. came over to my house, and we had a finished basement. Mm -hmm. And we would practice. Like, I was teaching her all the cheerleading stuff that I had already learned to be ready for tryouts, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, that following week or something. Wow. We both made the squad, and still best friends to this day yeah that's i mean that's pretty awesome to think that you traveled around that much and mm -hmm. but you said you did live there a pretty good amount so like I mean, nine years yeah. i lived in massachusetts i went to college up there and stuff that's pretty awesome mm -hmm. you don't ha you don't sound like a um, i mean let's just be real massachusetts yeah the north no new englanders have a little bit of a bite. If I'm at a Red Sox game and I've had some beers, some I bevies? definitely, uh, yeah, some bevies. My accent definitely comes back. Uh, but I think because I moved around so much, I've kind of got an accent from everywhere. Yeah. It's a, a healthy mix. Yeah. But I still say things like wicked, <laughs> which is definitely a Massachusetts term. I'd yeah. never heard that term before until I moved up there and I was like, oh, what is that? Whoa. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I'm still I'm still stuck on Clueless. Of course I'm, you are. <laughs> I, I haven't got I haven't gotten that uh that pink miniskirt out of my my brain yet. Um, that was cute. We might have to delay this this whole <laughs> podcast here for a second. <laughs> uh, Sydney, I know you're listening, so find that photo mm -hmm. ASAP. Yeah. Uh, that's hysterical though. That well, I guess there's two really good high school movies that come to well, may, okay, three. There's the Re you could be the Regina George. <laughs> Oh, Mean Girls? No, yeah. I was too nice to be No, yeah, you were way too nice. Then there, well, I guess generational, though. Like, Clueless was my movie. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I want the skater guys in that movie with oh, the baggy jeans. Like, I loved them all. I was I was that. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> my hair. Your Jinko jeans. Oh, Jinko jeans. So comfy. So baggy. Yeah, if, if you've never witnessed someone in Jinko jeans, just... Type it in. I think it's a meme now. Probably. I'm sure. It's I think a meme. most of the things that we wore back then are memes now to the younger generation. Rough. Disgusting. I know that my skinny jeans <laughs> that I love to wear now and my side part are currently not considered cool, but I don't care. Yeah. I never understood why the Jinko jeans didn't just have normal pockets. They had to go all the way to the ground. Huge pockets. <laughs> I don't know either. I mean, they could have literally saved. <laughs> and they were expensive. Were they? I don't yeah. remember. I, was, I didn't own any because mm. uh, my mom was like, uh, these are really expensive. And, you know, yeah. back then I don't understand the concept of money. But they were. They were like $80 jeans. I think we. It's expensive for somebody in high school. I think we as or like skaters school. just passed them around. We like once each. Shared all the pants. Yeah, like each one Gross. bought your own. Or maybe like I had one pair and then so and so had you another pair. You the same pair every day. Nothing wrong with that. I still wear the same pair. I mean, I'm not. You a, live in those Dixon shorts. But well, you have like every pair they've but, made, so you have a different pair on yeah. every day. But I'm not a fan of like if I wear jeans. Like, I feel like after you wash them, it takes a couple of days to get them feeling really comfortable. Mm -hmm. So they're dirty, but I'll wear the same pair of jeans for a week. Yeah. Not because I'm, well, maybe I'm a little lazy too. But 
<laughs> and I just don't want to think about my war. Like, look, you have the glam squad in this deal. The cats don't help me get dressed in no, the morning. No, man. I am the glam squad. So I just have to I come up with I cut your hair today. Yeah, you did cut my hair today. Mm-hmm. I'm not hiding it. Yeah, and then he put on a hat. <laughs> well, the other interview, I didn't have the hat, so I was like, well, maybe this one I'll like, come out a it's little. All right. And then I was like, well, maybe I won't say anything about the interview. But then I was like, well, whatever. They're going to hear about it anyways. Yeah. The day looks kind of the similar. The similar? Kind of the similar. I mean. The struggle. The struggle. <laughs> that, that fruit rosé that you got last night at uh, Costco was good, but. The Prosecco I liked better. Yeah, I did too. It bit me a little this morning on my workout <laughs> well i mean we also don't really drink very much now so well, we, we basically have, yeah. each had a bottle of bubbles brutal yeah so and we still went to bed at like nine thirty. when you were 10 maybe bouncing around all these places mm-hmm. did you enjoy it because um, i mean that's hard for a kid i mean it didn't bother me up until we were moving from south carolina to massachusetts Okay. Because m- moving in the middle of high school was hard. Yeah. You know, like I I had established like friend groups mm-hmm. and I was playing sports and yeah. stuff like that. And that was difficult to leave. But I mean, you know, in some ways, all of the moves were a blessing because it made my family really, really close. It made my brother and I yeah. super tight. Um, and it totally could have gone the opposite way, you know, but... I think because a lot of times we were each other's only reliable friend because we moved so much, mm-hmm. it just made us really close. And we're still super close to this day. But I've stayed friends with people from all over the place. I mean, yeah. the girl that I was best friends with back when I was 15 in South Carolina, we still talk all the time. She was at mm-hmm. my bachelorette party before we got married. I was yeah. in her wedding. I mean. No, that's all. I, I think that that's killer. I've had lifelong friends and, you know, I. I, though, also had the pleasure of staying in the same place for many, 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 many years. Many, 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 many. <laughs> many, many, many. And then I made you move to Tennessee. That was a hard one. I Again, I, I've... That's well, probably been your hardest move. But after, though, after I left El Paso in 2002? 2002? I like to say 20. All right, we say 20 right now. Why can't I say 2002? Mm-hmm. You can say it however you want. 20 ot ot two. Okay, that would be 20,002. <laughs> 20 ot ot would be 20,002. So, no, not <laughs> My that. My math isn't adding up today. <laughs> <laughs> not that. Um, When I moved, I think I'd always wanted to get away, but it uh, there's something about that town it will always be home to me and it'll always hold a very special place. It took a minute for me to like realize like, okay, I'm gone. You've always wanted this. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I was gone, I never wanted to go back again. So yeah. when you had asked me to settle down and move, I was like, okay, I can either continue to just be a nomad the rest of my life or I can also chase a dream that I that I I think I thought that I wanted, but I was always too stubborn and lazy to actually do it within you know like put the time in mm-hmm. prior to you. And I think I was being overly picked. I was like a really bad Seinfeld episode <laughs> walking around, you know, like everything 
to me just was if I didn't like it or if there was one little issue, I ran. Mm -hmm. So now looking at it, it's like, whoa, yeah, like I don't want to move from here now. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll be here for a long time, probably. Yeah. Like I, I would go like obviously like family and friends play in my thoughts like, OK, well, if I live there, I could be closer to, you know, maybe family or maybe I could be closer to friends mm -hmm. or friend family, you know, because but then all of a sudden I think about it. And I'm like, well, we do have some friend family here. We do. Yeah. And so. And with kids, too. Now yeah. we have a kid. It's like, OK, well, hold on. I know that you moved a lot and not again, not, you did it. Your parents had to do it for work. You yeah. had to go through it. You did fine. You became a nice, you're a nice person. You're I think it's one of the reasons I'm so outgoing. Yeah. For sure. Because I was forced to just like. 100%. Go to a new school, meet some new people, make some new friends. Yeah. It was definitely more difficult for my brother because he's more introverted, yeah. definitely was more shy back then and stuff. And so yeah. he had a harder time. But you're, you're one of 10, maybe, you know, like if you were to think about it, like not every kid does that great. So I yeah. think I think I would have a hard time thinking about it in like terms of our little dude. Like, hey, man, maybe he just makes lifelong friends here. Yeah. But then we don't really have a reason to leave. So, it, you know, we don't have to even. Right. Maybe if we had to, we could think about it. But I'd move to Texas. I know you would. <laughs> that was the hard move. That was that was the one that you. But not back to El Paso. You'd want to go to Houston, right? Where your bestie uh, is? I don't know. I, maybe in the mid. No, I think in one of the other uh, interviews I did, we were talking about this. I, I would like Houston, mm -hmm. but I think I, uh, not necessarily like downtown or in the center, like maybe north, maybe an hour out. That way, we, you know. It's How far is Waco from Houston? Because I'd love know. to go be besties with Joanna. <laughs> I mean, I think you're and still like two too. and a half hours. Okay, not far. I, I'd be lying if I said that. But it's that's the thing, though, is I think that when you you go to these bigger towns, it is almost kind of fun to live on the outskirts of them. Like, the outskirts of San Antonio is awesome. That hill country up there, mm -hmm. is, it's beautiful, and the food and everything. Then you can be in town in, whatever, 45 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. Houston's a little bigger. Dallas is a little bigger. But, I, I would yeah, I would choose Texas. I don't know. I mean, going closer to, whew, I mean, we could go back down into Florida. I lived there for a while. It was pretty. Mm. You ever live in Florida? I've never lived in Florida. Well, we could go to Arizona. Arizona's nice. Yeah. It's hot. Hot. <laughs> really hot. <laughs> but the I think I'd probably go to the Carolinas there's, before I'd go. There's something, though, about the desert nights, though. And that's from me growing up in the desert. I just love a good desert night. Yeah. The mountains. It is beautiful. You can see all the stars. The tarantulas. Which is pretty cool. The scorpions. Ooh, when we lived in Arizona, like, so many houses, I would say, more often than not, a house has a pool in Arizona because it is so hot, even if it's, like, a little tiny one. And we had a small pool behind our house that we lived in. Uh, we were in Scottsdale. And all the time we would go out in the morning, there would be so many scorpions in the pool, in the bottom, and they would not be dead. Hmm. I don't know if they can swim, or if it just takes them forever to drown, or what. But we would have to, like, fish them out and get rid of them. They were gross. Yeah, I don't know. We can ask, uh, we can ask, uh, Google. Andy. Oh, yeah, we can ask Andy. I don't know if he has a pool. Oh, yeah, he does have a pool. Mm -hmm. What are we talking about? Uh, maybe that's, uh, I guess he lives maybe north. I don't, 
I'm really bad with the geography sometimes. Me too. I can picture it, but I think he maybe maybe it's warmer down south. I don't know. But anyways, I I would say the desert would be a very very high. I would go back to El Paso. Okay. I would. Now you would. <sighs> because of certain things though, mm-hmm. like the desert. I love it. You can go ride dirt bikes. You whenever. like being near Mexico because you used to <laughs> go across the border all the time when we you were young and get into all Ooh. sorts of trouble over different there. Now. Different Mexico. We 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 could still go over once in a while, but it, yeah, I I think Things I would enjoy it because then. I think I would enjoy it mainly the food, the weather, um, the idea that I could just yeah go ride a dirt bike with Maverick out in the desert and mm-hmm. not have to like build a track in my backyard or true. Do stuff like that. Uh, yeah, we've got a buddy that's going to help us build the track out here, which will be pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, okay, North Carolina. Why Why the Carolinas? Why would I go back? Yeah. Um, I am the opposite of you. I mean, the desert is cool, and I think it's pretty, but I love green. Mm-hmm. Like, all the trees, all the grass. I mean, You're going to get some hay mail. It's green out in the desert. Like, cactus green. It's still a color. Okay, well, I'm talking about, like, <laughs> lush foliage. <laughs> and in the Carolinas, there's just, I mean, where I lived, like, in Greenville, South Carolina, that's where I really spent the majority of my growing up. Like, when we lived in South Carolina, we moved, we would move away and we moved back to Greenville. We'd move away and we moved back to Greenville. Yeah. Because um, a company my dad used to work for, their, like, main office was there. Okay. So, in Greenville, I mean, it's a beautiful beautiful city there's this beautiful like river that goes through it we had creeks that were behind our houses and stuff Mm -hmm. and it was just a great place to grow up and just play outside so i have like really great memories of that and of doing like swim team in the summer for the neighborhood swim team and i don't know i just really loved that and then i went to grad school in charleston Mm -hmm. before i moved to nashville and just charleston is such a cool city and i loved going to grad school down there. I mean, it's just yeah. a beautiful, really cool town. It really is. I, they have such good food. I, I know mean, we talked about so, their food last I know. time. But. <laughs> there's so many cool places that you've lived. I mean, Massachusetts is, I, I mean, there's so much up that way where mm-hmm. you can just get lost for, or we could spend 15 shows talking about all the cool little spots yeah. in the Northeast. Well, and it was wild because we moved, so we moved, like I said, from Greenville, South Carolina. And Greenville was a pretty big city mm. at that time. Um, and we moved to a very, very small town on Cape Cod in Massachusetts called Small, Falmouth. like 500 people? Okay, not that small. But small compared to Greenville. And, like, small to the point where I think there were, like, in the off season, which I didn't know what that was until we <laughs> moved there. But so... Uh, Falmouth is like right by the ocean, you know, from our house, you could drive five minutes and Uh be at the beach. And in the off season, like from October to April, there's 30,000 people that live there. So real small. A lot of the places are not open unless it's summertime. Um, Just because the weather gets pretty brutal right there, right? It does. It gets pretty cold. Lots of snow. But... When it's the on season and it's the summertime and it's really beautiful out and everybody wants to come down there to go to the beach, yeah, it goes from thirty thousand people to like two hundred and fifty thousand people uh, in that one town. Wow. So it's just, I mean, it's insane. 
Stop I keep hitting, hitting my microphone. <laughs> Stop talking about those hands. It's crazy the difference um, because all these people have like summer houses mm-hmm. or they come vacation down there. And so being there in the off season was really awesome because you could go to the beach in October and be like the only person there and just hang out. Have some beers, a lobster I roll. Was, I was a good kid. I really like only drank like a handful of times when I was in high school. Mm. Yeah. We are different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did almost die from drugs one time though when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah we can talk. Well, well, I, we'll get to that one. That's mm. a that's a it's pretty an intense story. Yeah, it is a pretty intense story. I I just am always so amazed on like you did really turn out, I have to say, as a, a really good human that's moved Thank a bunch you. because like you could have been bitter about it or you could have had some sort of resentment, but you you took it pretty well and I have to say like you do have quite a bit of friends that it, and it's always funny too when I get a random, you know, friend request, mm-hmm. and if I don't look, you know, at what mutual friends or whatever, and mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, so and so requested me. Do you know that name? And you're like, oh, that's my friend from Arizona, or mm-hmm. that's my friend from. Bl-. I'm like, oh, okay. I was interested. <laughs> Not a random name. I, I was like, okay, like I really didn't know, but I think it's cool. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, again. Uh, I just used like your favorite term again. Um, <laughs> no, my favorite favorite term is yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Sandlot. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I think one of the reasons I turned out the way that I did, besides my family being close, is my mom has just always been a very bubbly, outgoing, like always finding you know the silver lining and everything type of person and that's yeah. just kind of how i ended up being that way i yeah, think you would need that to bounce from town to town to town mm-hmm. i mean that's and she i mean my brother and i have literally only like argued i mean i could probably count it on one hand in our whole lives because she was always just like you are siblings you have to love each other you have to be friends with each other there's no other option <laughs> And so he would just work it out. <laughs> so you're saying that I can't have baby fight club when our no little ones, baby fight club when nope. our little ones get all mad at each no. other. I can't like no. throw them in the ring and say no. Suss it out. No. Be big little ones and suss it out on your no. Okay. The answer is no. If you can't see right now, if you're not watching this, she's giving me a death stare. <laughs> it will be good little babies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that wasn't. That was a really <laughs> intense look. I mean, you've given me some pretty intense looks, but that was up there. Well, talking <laughs> about, I'm a I'm a mama bear now. <laughs> Worrying about my little cubs. Um. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, that's pretty. I mean, your brother and you do get along pretty well. He's a busy man, though. So I mean, he is very, very. Busy. I would, I would say that you definitely had. Uh, awesome brother to go around the world with or the United States with and grow up with and you know have have that camaraderie I me and my sister are too many years apart yeah and we never really she's how she's what 12 years younger than you 12 years younger yeah yeah 12 or that's hard because you never got to really grow up together at all no and it Though I did go and see her and we do do have moments together, we definitely, um, I think we missed out on like y'all's bonding mm-hmm. because y'all had to have each other. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't. Like right. she had her 
you know, friends and I had my friends and we were completely different ages. Well, so. and she's your half sister, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there that had nothing to do with it to be to just to be honest in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I miss her. I love her. She's probably doing amazing. I don't worry about her because I know that she has her own life. But mm-hmm. there's times where I'm like, dang, we could have been closer. Hopefully we'll get to see her sometime soon. Yeah. And again, she's, I mean, she just graduated college. She's doing so great. her amazing things. And, you know, she has her life and there would be, it'd be rude of me to try to be like, oh, you never want to spend time with me now. Because when I was, you know, her age, I was saying, I have things going on. Right. So, yeah. She's well, building her life. Yeah. We'll get to catch up with her at some point for sure. Yeah. So I just, uh, I will say that I'm, I want that for our little ones, whether they argue, bicker, bicker jump on each other or hug, love, mm-hmm. and, you know, are just best friends. I think that all of that will build just a solid foundation of having a brother or having a sister mm-hmm. later on in life. I, you know, I, again, I never had that. So, yeah. And I mean that, I guess there's a lot of things that I never had in the sense like, so I, doing it differently for us, I think would be fun too, because it's like, cool. Like I don't want to move, but I will. Mm-hmm. And, but as, as long as we do it as a team, that's like, all right, cool, yeah. whatever. Can we go back to Texas now? I mean, maybe eventually. <laughs> I did promise you that when you moved to Tennessee. You know, you also promised me what when we turned seventy-two. No, no, no. This is off the record, just in case anyone in law enforcement is listening. This is never happening. <laughs> you just had like a weird death wish when I first met you. <laughs> you promised me. I Only... think I have it in writing. No, you don't. We I know for a fact you don't have it in writing. I would not be that dumb. We get to rob a bank. No, we're never robbing we're a bank. We're going to rob a bank. We are not Bonnie and Clyde. We are not doing any of that not. mess. We are PK and BK. Yeah, it's not happening. Completely different scenario. Not I already happening. have it written down in page. I have a very nice outline of how we're going to do it. Okay. So if you'd like to go over that paperwork one day, I can always show I would it not. You. I could turn it into a Google Doc now. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it's never happening. <laughs> you just had all these crazy dreams before you met me. <laughs> Wild dreams. Wild. How much fun would that be, though? Rob a bank? Not fun at all. Come on. No. Have you ever seen some it's of not them? like in a movie. This is not like a Mission Impossible style heist. Or like... Um, I was thinking more cartoonish. No. Yeah, like, no. No. I'm sure in the cartoons they get away with it. The answer is no. You still have never seen the movie Point Break. Right? I have not. We've talked about watching it, and we've almost watched it a couple times, but then so we haven't. Is Keanu in that? He is. Oh, love so a good, good Keanu movie. How did you say his name? Keanu. Keanu? No, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves? Yeah. There's no O in his name. Keanu. Yeah. So maybe I've been saying it wrong. I think you've been saying it wrong. Hmm. Hmm. Point Break. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Maybe we'll watch it tonight. Ooh, and you still have to watch Constantine, one of my favorite Keanu movies. Can't I can't buy into this way you're saying his name. <laughs> I'm saying it correctly as far as I know. Do I need uh, to ask Siri to pronounce it for us? Uh, no. I think I might. I'm sure someone will help us out. Someone did help us out with the Dean winners. 
that's the guy from 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. yeah my friend. Mayhem. Yeah. Mayhem. So, I can't believe you've never seen Point Break. You've seen Speed, not. at least, right? Yeah, I love that movie. That was always on this one tour I was on. I swear, every other day, Speed came on the TV. Where, did you always have the TV on, like, TNT or something? Because I feel like we they showed it. that movie and Law and & Order, and that was about it. No, that was... Oh, yeah, that was And TNT, NCIS. Because yeah. TBS had uh, Seinfeld mm-hmm. and King of Queens and all those. Um, I, no, I, I can't remember why it was on all... Maybe HBO... Before it was H- HBO Plus? <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, maybe. Uh, but Point Blank... Point break. <laughs> point blank. I was thinking of blank check. All of a sudden, <laughs> that came into my mind. That's another funny movie. That's not a bank robbing movie, but he got away with a lot of uh, cash. Maybe that was not his, yep. Well, have you ever seen the movie Heat with Al Pacino? I have not. I've seen Val Kilmer? the trailer remake. What? Isn't that the one with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy? That sounds ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's pretty funny. That sounds ridiculous. I'm pretty sure that's what it's, it's called, It's not a funny though. movie. Well, he, maybe he, they made it to be a funny movie. I don't know. Maybe. Don't he was a, uh, if I'm thinking correctly, I want to say that some of those scenes were a real robbery that took place. What? In, yeah. It was an, in, there's an intense shootout with the, the bad guys and the good guys mm-hmm. in downtown LA. I mean, intense. If you try to rob a bank, I'm going to have to turn you in. I know. Um, that, I know. I'm just, I'm but too we, good. <laughs> like, I would feel so guilty. But if we did it together. No. No. Nope. All right. You're going to have to give up on that I one. Keep drinking that Brut Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to convince me. <laughs> um, okay, so that's a great bank robbing movie. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. That I watch. I I think I had three that played all the time in my um, brain. Um, what's the the Dark Knight? Yeah, that was a good one. That was that was post me already wanting to rob a bank. Yeah, I think I've been wanting to rob a bank since I was like, I'm gonna say young teens. I don't know why. I don't know why you just want to get into trouble. No, it wasn't the trouble thing. I think it was the can I get out of trouble. Well, I think you've outgrown that at this point, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I okay, good. It's still, I mean, that one will always be one in the bucket list I never do, but. <laughs> bucket list. You're probably the only person on the planet that has rob a bank on their bucket list. Most people are like, oh, go on vacation. Like, visit France. Go to Mykon- <laughs> I want to go to Mykonos. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> we can not rob a bank. All right. Fine. Sorry. No, it's fine. It, it takes a lot of effort. The plan that I have is pretty intense. Yeah, lots of effort. All right, moving on. <laughs> Maybe I'll sell it on the dark webs. Okay. Okay, all right, all right, yeah, right. now that the FBI is going to come <laughs> over. <laughs> I did, you know, what's, what's funny is is looking back on, you know, all the wild things that I wanted to do in my life. Um, I have to say, like, I always wanted to have a little guy. I'm I'm excited that that happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like the best thing that's ever yeah. happened. Yeah. So I mean, I I would feel bad robbing a bank because then I would miss out on like the right. rest of my Can't do like that things to him. with him. Can't yeah. do that to him. Yeah, he loves I, you so much. He's obsessed with you well, right now. Yeah, and I gave up touring. So why am I going to go rob a bank and then go to jail and not be able to hang out with him? You're also way too pretty for jail. <laughs> it wouldn't go over <laughs> well for you. 
that's very nice of you. It's the shirt. I think you're. I think you're. It <laughs> must be the shirt. I think you're staring at the shirt too hard right <laughs> <No>. now. <laughs> Definitely not. So when you lived in Scottsdale, did you mm-hmm. did you go adventure in the desert out there? It's pretty. I mean, I was in middle school, so there wasn't much like adventuring being done wow. on my own. I played a lot of street football. Um, hmm. I love football. I've always loved football. I've always loved playing football. Mm-hmm. And for those of you not watching, I am like five feet tall, maybe five foot one on a good day and uh, weigh around 125-ish pounds right now. Mm-hmm. And back then I was much littler and mm-hmm. I would be the only girl playing tackle football with all these guys that were friends with my brother and friends with me. And in Gee, Arizona... I wonder why. Because I'm hyper competitive, that's why. No, I'm 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 talking about the boys. No, I looked tack- like I looked like a little boy back then. They were not interested oh, in me. Oh, okay. Uh, and we would play in the street of our neighborhood because there, like, it's very little grass except at the parks mm-hmm. that are you know like maintained water-wise by the city and stuff. Yeah. So we would literally play tackle football in the middle of these asphalt streets, and I broke fingers, and it was fun. How many fingers have you broken? Uh, playing football or in general? In general. I think two. Mm-hmm. I've broken my toe. Lame. Actually, I broke my foot. But I broke like the inner side. Mm. Not like a toe, but like the... It sucks when you break a toe because there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Just wait for it to heal. <laughs> I broke my foot and then it was uh, homecoming. And I never wanted to go and... Uh, the girl I was dating at the time talked me into it. Mm-hmm. No, it was my birthday and homecoming. Oh. Yeah, I had like, uh, it was like. So you did not want to spend your birthday going to homecoming? They weren't, I think it was like uh, opposite weekends or something oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. So I had to do one and then the other one, I was turning 18. And so I was legally to, able to drink in Mexico at this point. And so I. Not that that mattered. No, not that that ever stopped us. Yeah. Um, But I hobbled across the border with a broken foot. In oh a, my goodness. In a walking boot. And then really stumbled your way back after that? And I think I forgot my ID or something because <laughs> we ended up having to party in the most... Re- it was called the cave and it looked like a cave and it had all these stairs and I'm pretty sure I fell down them. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> You're definitely not the most agile person after drinks. No. You get very clumsy. Oh yeah, for sure. You like in a way where you need to be babysat sometimes. <laughs> I'm really hoping that uh, down the road from now I can uh, have uh, <laughs> my friend Julian to tell the story of when we went canoeing for the first time. Oh man! And how clumsy that I was. story. But that's for another time. But yeah, I, I mean, I I don't know. Name me one person who isn't clumsy when they're drunk. I mean, I usually can pull it off pretty well. Are are you look me in the eye? Are you lying? No, I'm looking you in the eye. You can ask my brother when he's here next weekend. Okay. I mean, I've seen you drunk before. Have I seen have you, you really drunk? Yeah, I don't know uh, if you have. I see, see? what you're doing. Here. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what Sam always says. He's always like, uh, he will always joke around that he's never really seen me drunk because I'm always the one taking care of everybody else. Uh huh. Uh huh. But I'm just as drunk as everybody else. Yeah. 
I just mask it well. And then get you some tequila. Although no. that was back in the day. I mean, I haven't been drunk in a long minute. Yeah, we went a whole probably whole, a year almost. I don't think I've been drunk since our honeymoon. Mm, yeah, you weren't very graceful that night. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> in <laughs> Vegas? <laughs> no, in Denver. Oh yeah, that night I did. Yeah, okay. I didn't do well. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to go back to all the times I've seen you drunk, drunk. That one was probably your worst, and you were not graceful. I was graceful. I was just in bed. No, you were not graceful. Sick. You were not graceful. <laughs> there was nothing graceful about anything. Blech. Yeah, that was that was fun though. But um, I was. I mean, we'd gotten married the night before. Had no sleep. Yeah. Of course, drank after the wedding. Drank on the plane at like four a.m. the next morning. Would you ever live in Denver? I would, yeah. I'd love to live in Denver. I love Colorado. Yeah. You never lived there. I lived there. Oh, no, yeah. I've never lived there. I went to summer camp out in Colorado for two summers. It was a tradition in my family, and my grandparents would send each of the grandkids. It was for five weeks. It was so awesome. That's just so they don't have to deal with you. (laughs) I was fine with it. It was beautiful out there. Colorado is gorgeous. I I was too too young. Like well, that was one of the moves as a kid that I did make from a different state to a different state. But mm-hmm. I think that was the only one. And I was so young that I can kind of picture like little memories here or there, mm-hmm. but nothing that's like my favorite trees are out there. Yeah. Aspen trees. Yeah, and the thing I think also too is like my I have family that still lives there, so you know your I got, uncle or something. Yeah, right? I got to go there as a kid multiple times, so I I do remember it as a teen and stuff like that, and it was always awesome. It's so beautiful out there. Which um. Which ski resort was the thing by? Was it Breckenridge? Does that remember? Uh, Breckenridge is where you mean my summer camp. Yeah. Yeah, we did like a day trip to Breckenridge. I mean, it wasn't near there. It was like a solid two and a half hours or so oh, away. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought summer, the summer camp I went to was in Florissant, Colorado, which is like South Park. Outside, <laughs> no, outside of Colorado Springs, like way up in the mountains this summer camp owns like thirty thousand acres in the mountains out there and so it's really cool because it's literally like you go on five day horseback riding backpacking trips and i hiked pike's peak Mm -hmm. and really cool stuff like that i mean i was 12 it was awesome yeah did you know that there's a race up pike's peak with cars is there? Yeah. I feel like that is the cheap way to get up there because I had to hike it with a giant backpack that felt like it weighed as much as I did. Well, you probably did. And that's not, I mean, they have to go pretty fast. It was funny because we got pretty all the dangerous. way up to the top. Someone's going to write, you're being mean today. No, I'm not being mean. That's a cheap way to get up to the top. The cheap way Okay, to if you're a in a car versus walking up a mountain. That's a little different. I'm not saying it's not dangerous to do the race. Of course it is. And I'm sure it's awesome. But I hiked the mountain. (laughs) So that feels like it took a little extra effort. Hmm. Like I backpacked it. I didn't just like do a little day trip. Okay. But it was so disappointing when we got to the top. Because I was expecting it to be this like amazing, like beautiful. I mean, the view was pretty. But there's a giant like restaurant up there. That's why they race up there. And it just kind of ruined the whole thing for me. I was like, this isn't peaceful at all. There's like all these people honking their horns and like 
tourists everywhere getting these bumper stickers that says like I drove Pikes Peak or something like that. And I'm like, this is lame. That's what that's what you win at the race. You get to go all the way to the top and you get a free meal and a bumper sticker. Is that it? No. Well, I was gonna say that is real sad. <laughs> but it is a it's beautiful. It, it up is there, a though. bomb race though. Like well, I mean, we'll have to go somewhere. Yeah, and it's not a bunch of cars at once. I I think it's a time trial race. So it's like. I don't know if you can actually sit there and watch it. You might mm. be able to go to the top and watch different sections. Yeah. That'd be a cool It's race. very steep. It is very steep. I can picture it, but again, I maybe I've never been. Maybe I've only pictured it in pictures. Maybe. <laughs> I've only pictured it in pictures. Pictured in pictures. Um, <laughs> that's pretty dis- – I, I think a lot – unfortunately, though, that's where a, that, like, tourist trap kind of place is, mm. though. It's like you get to the top of this, like – amazing mountain like you just climbed everest that's what it felt like and then and then there's like a a starbucks up there yeah that is basically how it felt like there's like 40 sherpas like running the starbucks and they're like hey hey welcome you're like (laughs) how'd you guys get here so fast they're like oh we took like water i need water the the gondola up the backside (laughs) you're like wow (laughs) dang yeah it was it was hard i definitely i got like altitude uh sickness at uh-huh. some point up there like quite a few of us did i mean obviously we were so young uh where everybody had to like sit down because the incline at one point was mm-hmm. pretty intense and you just feel like you can't breathe yeah well even in uh you know my years spent on the road a lot of artists playing denver uh would have oxygen with them oh really yeah and i mean maybe they used it once or you know i guess it depends too on the artist but I, it's there a yeah. lot. I, Maybe I can that think, would have helped me on our. Honeymoon. I can think back to at least two that I remember seeing. Uh, specifically, the mm. tanks and stuff. So, mm. and usually, like they have the little bottles too, right? For people who are adjusting, because yeah. that's a real thing. Al- altitude yeah. sickness and all I that. I swear is that that definitely was partially the reason I got sick on our honeymoon. It, it was clearly the booze weed and the altitude sickness all mixed into one what and the is, lack of sleep what is weed <laughs> the mary jane ah yeah because it's legal earmuffs there. for the children <laughs> should have said that first ah. yeah it's legal out there so yeah i mean it's a, it, wait, yeah it, well and we sat in the sun and watched a football game for hours. the hot sun yeah, that was, it was like unseasonably hot in denver that, that day so, so much fun it was awesome yeah. we went y'all we went to the broncos titans game a friend of ours works for the tennessee titans and he is awesome yeah. and got us field passes and tickets for our honeymoon and yeah. so the day we get out there we like get off the plane get into the rental car drive to the hotel drop our stuff change clothes I don't think we had eaten yet. We went down to the bar and had... Oh, yeah. Uh, we had a little bit of brunch. Yeah. You had uh, champagne, and I think I had a... A giant Bloody Mary. No. Was it that, and then I had some Pappy Van Winkle. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then we went to the game, and it was so hot. Remember, it was so hot that I had to go buy a Broncos t-shirt to wear because yeah. all I had brought was, like, warm clothes because it was supposed to be cold. I wore this shirt. This is one of you those, did wear that shirt. This is one of those moments yeah. in life where I wore that shirt. You the, wore that shirt. shirt. It was so, and I had to go change in the women's restroom. I mean, during the day, yeah, during the day, I already felt terrible. 
Yeah, and you already run at like a 4,000 degree temperature. I am so, always hot. So I'm shocked that I have on a sweatshirt I'm, right now. I, as you came outside in that, I those I'm comfortable, though. It. I'm not going to lie. It, it's, it's a little, it's, it's, there's a little chill yeah, in the it's air. It's a little chill. But yeah, you did change at the... Yeah, I forgot all about that. See? So mm-hmm. I was already having a tough time, and I oh, got my, sick yeah. way later at the hotel. Blame it on nature. I'm blaming Blame it on nature. Blame it on nature. All yeah. nature's fault. Uh-huh. It mm. wasn't the the booze on the plane. It wasn't the oh, fact look, that we... Oh, there's that storm that we were preparing for. Yeah. It wasn't the, the booze that we had the night before at our wedding. I didn't drink very much at our wedding. I did. I know you did. <laughs> that hour of sleep hurt. Yeah. I basically stayed awake because I was afraid we were going to miss our flight. Yeah. I've, uh, I think I've had too many times on the road where I, I can put myself into that little, that that I'm not quite asleep, but I'm getting some shut-eye just yeah. to like. You're resting, not sleeping. Which is, pro- we probably should just keep drinking because it probably put me into a hangover state. Mm. <laughs> that was. I funny. just remember being really tired. But then as soon as we got on the plane, well, as soon as we got to the airport. Well, no, because the bars weren't open. Because it was so early. Yeah, I'm trying to think back. Yeah. But that was fun. Good times. I, yeah, I would I would definitely go to Denver as a place to live. I mean, seeing that we're speaking of places to live. Mm-hmm. I would live on that where we stayed outside the city. Again. I'm Out not, by Golden. Yeah, I'm not yeah, a big city gorgeous. person anymore, though. But I think it's just because I've had to stay inside so many cities that I really do enjoy the the hour out or the mm-hmm. you know 20 minutes I don't out. know there's just something very peaceful like about being able to come out here in our yard and kind of reset yeah you know it's mostly quiet all the green I love <laughs> the deer were out earlier on the they first they were yeah uh, they were real close to the house well, well when we were doing the interview earlier there was a couple running around no. so it's nice yeah um, I mean it would be hard to leave here again I, there would have to be something very very big happening like you got offered something so amazing or you know spotify op- offered us to move to austin <laughs> i don't think i'd want to live in austin I'd although li- i do have friends live there i'd so live out maybe. i'd live outside of austin yeah traffic in in center of austin's a little much for me mm-hmm. and plus i mean i don't really again i'm not i'm, I'm kind of out of the city uh portion of my life yeah i love where we live would you say that your love of football got bigger living in massachusetts um actually because you said that you played it pretty heavily when you so i did i played so cardinals fan because you lived in arizona no No. carolina panthers fan all day they're still a team yes i'm sorry anyone we've had a rough couple of years sorry the cowboys have have the Cowboys had a very rough many years, but the Panthers. So when I lived in Greenville, um, this was before we moved uh-huh. to Arizona. Okay, I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, before we moved to Arizona, so the Panthers were building their stadium in Charlotte. Uh-huh. Uh, it was Erickson Stadium back then. It's now Bank of America Stadium. Yeah. And while the stadium was being built, they played their inaugural home season at uh, Death Valley at Clemson. Oh. And Clemson's only like 45-ish minutes from Greenville. And so my dad got us season tickets for that very first year. Uh And we went to all the home games. And I mean, I was just... Did you run down the hill? Obsessed. 
I did not run down the hill. Did the Carolina Panthers run down the hill? I don't remember. Because doesn't Maybe. Clemson run down the hill? They, I think they might. But it was it was awesome. We uh, so we didn't. I don't think the season tickets we got came. They didn't come with a parking pass. But there was this fraternity that was right across the street from the stadium. I have no idea if it's still there or not. And they would like charge cars to park in their front lawn. And so we would bring like buckets of fried chicken and all kinds of stuff. We'd go park at this fraternity's front lawn. And they were really, really nice to my uh-huh. family. And um, I mean, like using the bathroom in there was disgusting. I think I only did it once. Um, <laughs> but they one had or this. Number two. <laughs> I, I, was, I don't remember. I was 12. <laughs> I'm sure it was just number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to add. But to they the had this like really this cool story. giant tree in the front yard. We would sit in the tree and like they'd be playing beer pong in the front yard. But my parents were there and we'd just be like hanging out. I think my dad played some beer pong with them. But then we'd walk across the street and we'd go into the game. And so our very first home game, uh, it was awesome. We won, which okay. was amazing. I got autographs by some of the players and by at the time the owner of the team. And I still have that T-shirt. Yeah. Pretty awesome. That's cool. But so I've been a diehard Carolina Panthers fan ever since then. And when we moved to Massachusetts, I also became a Patriots fan. Um, And that was when I first moved there. uh, Tom Brady was not the quarterback yet. He was second string. Yeah, because it was uh, Drew Brees. Brees, Mm -hmm. Um, So then... Yeah, loved the Patriots, but the Panthers are number one. And then, of course, once I moved to Tennessee, I became a Titans fan as well. What do you have against the Arizona Cardinals? Nothing. I just <laughs> didn't live there long enough to uh, really become okay. a fan. We were only there for two years. I mean, I liked them while we were there, uh, but... Okay. I was just, hey, a fair question, because all the places that you lived had teams. And yeah. You're a fan of all of these teams except that one. <laughs> I don't know. Tough questions. Yeah. Tough questions Tough today. Tough questions. So, uh, I mean, the Patriots are pretty bomb. I've always wanted to go. They were bomb. Oh, whatever. They're still bomb. They're okay. Yeah, I guess. I I would say Tom Brady's bomb. I mean, I just love that Brady and Gronk went to Florida together. Just like that duo getting back together is just so fun to watch. Maybe it's that I have so many fun memories inside of Foxborough since I've done a a handful of shows there. So maybe that's my... Like, See, I never went to a football game in Gillette Stadium. I went to Warp Tour in Gillette Stadium, but that's the only time I've ever been there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I auditioned for American Idol there. <laughs> Random side note. With Sydney. <laughs> we did not get chosen, but we had a lot of fun. You didn't get chosen, huh? No. I didn't get chosen either time I auditioned. What were, what were their notes? They don't give you notes. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Because then you would have known, like, oh, I should work on my falsetto. No, no notes. That's probably too short. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. No, or I'm just not good. <laughs> Who knows? That's a hard one. That's a that's a hard reality. You're like, I'm gonna do this. Everyone's told me I'm a great singer. I know, and wah, then it's like, wah. well, you may be a great singer, but you're not a phenomenal singer, and that's really what you have to be nah. to be able to go on those shows. Maybe your story just didn't give them a tearjerker. I don't know. What the first time I auditioned, it was in Florida. My mom and I went on a girls trip and we went down and uh I sang um 
uh, oh, what is the name of this? It's a gospel song, mm-hmm. and uh, it's so, so good. And it was like right in my range, and I just love that song. And so I like just started singing it, and when you, the first round of auditions, you're not in front of like the main judges you see on TV or anything like that. Yeah, and I back then, it was Paula, Randy, and Simon. So it was like the original yeah. three, because I'm old. And so you go in front of this panel of like, I don't know, assistant producers or something. They're not even like the producers or the executive producers. Yeah. So you go in front of these like four people and after you've waited in line for like 24 hours, it's just insane how Gross. it works. And you start to sing and one of these assistant producers holds up their hand and like stops me and says in this British accent, sing something more poppy. And I was just like, I mean, I didn't listen to pop back then, so yeah. I had, like, no idea what to sing. And I was like, more poppy? And he was like, yeah. And so then I started to sing Christina Aguilera, and nobody can sing Christina Aguilera, and so I didn't Except make Christina it. Except Christina Aguilera. Yeah. I didn't make it. Did you sing Tool? No. I don't think they would have gone for it. <laughs> if they weren't going for... I mean... And the gospel song I sang was a Lauren Hill version of the song. Ah. So it wasn't, like, just old school gospel. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was, like relatively cool i would say i mean it was lauren hill from sister act two (laughs) 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 but yeah but i did end up uh in the newspaper they took my picture i think my mom still has a copy of it i had on these awesome heels (laughs) i could just see the headline my outfit was great was where was this florida right in florida yeah like girl travels from massachusetts it was, like, it was like American Idol hopeful. hopeful. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it hurts. Oh, <laughs> uh, the bird. Uh, yeah. And so then the second time I auditioned, Sydney and I went just for fun. We're, like we had nothing to do that day and literally like heard it on the radio as we were driving around. We were like, let's go audition just to get out of town for the day. And so we left the Cape and drove to yeah. Foxborough and went to Gillette Stadium and just like hmm. joked around all day and met people and made friends and as soon as they told us no, we were like, sweet, bye. And I think we went to Taco Bell. <laughs> we loved it. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty awesome, though. I, I I never tried out for American Idol. I don't have the the high end in my voice. No. It just doesn't. Yeah, I don't think it would have uh, appealed to anyone. Mm. It was uh, it was good practice to put myself out there because that was before I was in a band, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and the cool part is, is you've actually played a few of the places up in uh, Providence and stuff that I've actually gone. Yeah. One of them's not there anymore, sadly. It was the best. Yeah. Um, we'll save that. The for, living room. Yeah. We'll save some of those for the next couple episodes, mm-hmm. maybe. Or maybe not the next episode, but. Uh, episodes down the line. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's just been such a cool thing that you've lived in so many places and, and. I mean, yeah, I've met people who've lived in a lot of places, but you definitely take the cake for. I I really think that, that it know, did personally. it did help shape me in a lot of ways because the cultures in each of these places yeah. was radically different. Like moving from the south east up to the northeast was yeah. a massive culture shock. Yeah, you know, like everybody down south just kind of does things at a slower pace. Yeah are very, very polite, you know, like opening the door for people, like, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. And when I moved up to Massachusetts, it was not like that. So like, faster. Definitely much faster, a little harsher. I wouldn't say rude or no, that they're not, not rude. nice. Or no, 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 definitely not that. But just 
just different. The culture is just they have somewhere to go. Different. They're on their way somewhere, and they don't have time to necessarily open all the doors. Very independent, I would say. Ooh, that's a good word. Yeah. So like, I yeah. opened a door for a woman one time shortly after I moved there because that was just you know you just open the door for somebody else. Yeah. And she was actually offended by the fact that I opened the door for She's her like, instead this. of letting her open it for herself. And yeah. at first, I was like, well. Why are you mad at me? Like, I was just being nice. Yeah. And then, like, later down the line, once I kind of, like, got used to what the culture was like up there, I understood, oh, like, it's just... People just do it. It's because they're self-sufficient. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. I, and you lived so it in made New- me a good, like, mixture, I think, yeah. of And you lived two. in New York, too, for a little while, too. I and, did. And mm-hmm. there, a lot of people go there single, mm-hmm. you know, like, for a big job opportunity, and you become very independent, you know? You, you do. Carry your groceries up flights of stairs. Oh not every, gosh, yeah. not every uh, building has elevators and all that stuff. Most so, don't. And I lived in a third floor walk up. Well, and there's just so many people too. Like again, like to the point, like sure, you lived in a smaller town over in Massachusetts, but like there's million, you know, like ten million people as yeah. opposed to like living down in Greenville where there's yeah. you know, maybe what, seven hundred and fifty thousand at the time. Maybe at the there's time a- probably even less. But I mean I also did live in Boston after college yeah. and But it's just you get to see a, you're like, Oh, I've seen them before, so mm-hmm. I'm familiar. New York, you may never see that person ever again. Anything goes in New York. Well, it's but you wild. just like you just don't cross paths with people the way There's you do. So many people, yeah. it's crazy. Or Boston too, you know, because mm-hmm. you you get on the T, and next thing you know, you're at work, you're walking in a line, you're up in your office, you're mm-hmm. or you're going to school, so you're just like you're thinking about your finals or yeah. Boston was awesome. That's definitely one of my favorite cities on the one planet. I've I love that city so Definitely much. Definitely had some fun times in Boston. Fenway Park is one of my favorite places on earth. I've gotten to do a show there. I've never seen a game. I'd love to see a game there. We are definitely going to go sometime. I would love that. Look, it's raining. Oh, it is. <laughs> um, well, I tell you what. Let's let's wind this down a little bit. Okay. Let's. Uh, I think can't we can't give away all the stories. Well, no. I, there's still even inside. Even if we talked about every place that we lived inside of each one of those, there's just so much detail. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of those things where it's really interesting because we've both met a lot of people, and yet, like somehow, we found each other in a big pool of people. Yeah. The music industry. Yeah. Which you know, again, in an even bigger pool of the, the world that was Tinder. <laughs> but crossing paths with people again it's like you said we were living fast-paced lives where we just were very independent and very we were we were the 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 new yorkers or the massachusetts people just living mm-hmm. in the business going 100 miles an hour not really yeah. noticing everything around us and so i think even meeting you it was a little bit of a culture shock because you had certain qualities i was like wow I would never meet this in the small towns that I have lived or mm-hmm. maybe I maybe I have been looking for that big city workaholic girl mm-hmm. and you were that workaholic girl and maybe that's sure. maybe you got some of that from your living in you know in these bigger cities and stuff and maybe. just go well I mean the music industry is go 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 anyways yeah so. I've always been a pretty driven individual yeah. just like you one hundred percent. I just—it's just so interesting to me again that you've lived in so many places, and and it was funny when I was looking for an outfit today. Well, <laughs> you, you and your glam squad were getting ready. Me by myself. 
and the cats. Me and the cats. I uh, I I did look at the shirt and said, you know, I think this would be a great conversation starter because again, it isn't one that I wear all the time. And no, it's been a minute since you've had that on. And well, I was a little chubbier too, maybe like a month ago. <laughs> I put on some pregnancy weight. You look great. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we can definitely, you know, just hit hit on actually what it was like to l- go to school in Boston one day. And well, I went to school in Amherst. Which Garden is Amherst. like an hour and a half to two hours outside of Boston in the mountains of Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But that's a UMass. pretty big pretty big party school, right? It was number <laughs> one at the time <laughs> that I was there. <laughs> uh, lots of fun stories. But you worked in Boston. So I worked I, I lived and worked yeah, in Boston yeah. after so college. We'll, yeah. We'll come back around. But again, like I said, I, I just am so shocked that you have such a great attitude towards so many things and you're just always so positive on so many levels it really is inspiration to me most days to be like oh okay you know what i can i can smile i don't have to be in a grumpy mood and so i, I gotta say thank you for you know giving me some culture in my life too because you've you've opened my eyes to a lot of things that you know maybe i maybe i got a little um blinders put on my my eyes by being a a roadie from Texas that mm-hmm. only wanted to live in Texas and only wanted to do certain things and only wanted to live my way. And so I have to say by meeting you, you definitely, it took a minute. <laughs> it wasn't overnight. That's for sure. I was very <laughs> you stubborn. You were a diamond in the rough. Very stubborn for for many, <laughs> many, for what, for a few years. But yeah. let's just say that your, your ability to help me see you know, good in a lot of more things, I think, probably came from you moving around a lot, so. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I may or may not have ever told you that. I don't know if you have, so thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm so. glad that you see the good in that, and most of the time, like you said, I'm sure sometimes it's annoying, but. Uh, when you get drunk and can't stand. Oh, please. That doesn't or when happen. you get drunk and want to pee in the yard. That definitely doesn't happen. I think you're talking about yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> On that note. <laughs> uh, I do have to pee really bad. This is Backyards and Bevies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> um, no, but again, I, I will say, though, There's just that word. To, again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was such a good movie. Such a good movie. Okay, let's go watch Point Break. 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 You cannot talk oh, today. Freaking rough day. <laughs> I'm just gonna the struggle. Just pack it up. Just okay. We just gotta pack it up. Let's just say. You want me to do the outro for you? Can I take a nap real quick? Yeah, I think you need it. Mm. We go put you in the crib with our son. Night night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us. This was episode two of Backyards and Bevies. Uh, we hope to see you all again. I'm about to take the lid off. It doesn't chug the way I thought oh, it yeah. would. Hold on. That wind is kicking. Yeah, the storm's right. about to get here. But for reals, thank you for helping me see a little culture in life and not being just only obsessed with my Texas roots. It's it's definitely something that I, I love growing with you, and I think um, our audience can help as well grow me in that fact of giving me new info or places to go see. Or, yeah. Because that's the whole point of this is that we want to travel eventually with this show and It'd be awesome to get suggestions and someone would be like, well, hey, if you're speaking of that place, you should go check out this place, too. Mm -hmm. I agree. 
Hey, y'all, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate your time. We know that in a busy world that we all live in, that, you know, you coming and giving us an hour and a half of your time every Wednesday or maybe just listening to us throughout the week, it's it's really awesome. Please follow us on uh, all the different platforms that you can, that you're on. Yeah. Um, I hope to fill your life with a little more comedy um, as we learn how to navigate through this uh new new life that we're living absolutely so thanks for joining us anything for the no you good i'm good (laughs) cheers (laughs) bottoms up bottoms up up. (laughs) i need need one more (laughs) i need one more bye everybody I don't think I should have chugged. Amateur hour. I don't think I should have chugged uh, <laughs> too much champagne. Well, Ooh. time for some more. All right. Bye. Thank you all again. Bye. <laughs>